What's up, everybody? Coach Megan here, and welcome to episode 101 of the Powerhouse Podcast. If you're new around here, we are so, so, so glad to have you. And get expectant, get ready, because this podcast is going to bless your day, encourage you, uplift you, and hopefully change your life. Today, we're going to be talking about the final countdown. You know, June is pageant month when it comes to MAO, but now with MUO pushing back a lot of their competitions and now merging even with some High School America um, collegiate systems, there's a lot going on here in June and July. So I want to make sure today that we get you guys ready for the final countdown. This is my suggestions for about the last two weeks to week of competition, or sorry, of prep before your competition. Um, We had a lot of girls ask about this at our mastermind last weekend, which was so much fun. I can't wait to announce and release the date for the fall. I'm just waiting on a few other details of my life to pan out before I can officially say when that's going to work. But uh, yeah, so sit back and relax. I'm super excited. Take some notes. This will be a great one to take notes on. Be very tactical and practical. And I'm going to help you all with the final countdown of prep. Hello, hello. Okay. So today I've got one, two, three, four, five, six steps for you guys. Again, welcome. If you are new around here, we're super excited to have you. And uh, it's a blessing to be your coach virtually. So by the way, if you have been listening to this for a while, um, we've had a couple girls recently um, DM me on Instagram. I was posting about this today that have been listening to the podcast for a while and I had no idea. And they are going on to win pageants, do well in pageants. We're trying to create kind of a master list of people who have listened to this. And I mean, there are thousands of you guys. So obviously I cannot track every single one of you, but I just wanted to make ourselves available. Please feel free to DM us on Instagram at powerhouse pageantry or at powerhouse podcast or my personal Instagram or the other coaches who will soon be coming on the show a lot more often, which I'm so excited about. And you'll see their faces on social media a bit more. Um, Super, 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 super excited for that. But anyways, um, we want to we want to know who you are. We want to know where you are. Um, we just posted the other day, and I'm going to post this again, um, uh, that we have 45 states now that we have coached. And I probably missed some, to be honest. We, when you're in business for five years, I'm like, have we coached in Connecticut? You know, things like that. So it might be closer to um, 47 or 48. But yeah, we want to know who you are and where you are. And, um, you know, this is your official invitation to message us and connect with us, even if it's not for coaching, um, just to say hi, we'd love to know who you are and where you are. So anyways, and as always, um, if you guys can just take two seconds to pause this and give us a five-star review, write a review, um, that'd really bless us. We want to keep this free. We don't monetize this or advertise on it because that gets super annoying. Um, and that's just not the direction of our business right now. So we'd really appreciate that if you could and share this with a friend. That's what you can do for us as we are pouring into you. So, okay. Um, Like I said in the intro, a lot of y'all are competing in the next one to two weeks and we had a whole laundry list of we did a whiteboard session with my sister and I at the mastermind and we closed it out with all four coaches kind of doing a QA and a with all 20 of our clients that were there, which by the way, it was absolutely amazing. It was the best mastermind we've ever had and I cannot wait till the next one like I can't wait to post some of these testimonials um, that we recorded of everybody there and it just far exceeded my expectations and it was easy because I have a great team and great girls and that's why we, um, you know, kind of vet every single girl on the phone who is even interested in coming because I want to protect that family environment. So anyways, I could brag about that all day, but it was really, really great. Um, But I have six steps for you guys today and a lot of you guys are in the final countdown, the final race, and we had one big question that turned into like five different questions about what's your normal routine? Like, what do you do 
during the last couple weeks of prep. So I'm going to answer that. And by no means is this the only way to do things. So make sure that you're figuring out what is the best for you because I my sister would probably give you something totally different than even I would give you. Um, and so maybe I'll have to have her come on and, and give a rebuttal. She's a little busy. She's giving up her title as Miss Nebraska this week, finally, after two years and being married for eight months. So I'm going to head down there on Thursday and be there all weekend. Um, we have some clients competing in Miss and Teen. We also have clients competing in Oklahoma and Alabama this week. Um, and we had a client who won Miss South Dakota last week, which was super exciting. And um, other people do extremely well in USA. So we have two state title holders this year under our belt and hopefully many many more to come i think we have like 45 contestants or something competing 40 contestants competing in the next three weeks so this will be crazy and actually i don't know if it's next three weeks but next three months for sure okay let's get into it and also while we've been talking i thought of one more thing so we're going to do a bonus seven and kind of try to run through these quickly so take some notes this is a great one to take notes on Number one, the first thing that you guys need to do in the last week or two is really, really, really visualize and envision what you want everything to feel like, what you want it to look like. The reason why um, I think we're, we're pretty good typically as pageant girls at like, oh, what do I want this to look like? But when you ask the question, what do I want this to feel like? I remember when my mentor in Nashville asked me that about my business. What do you want your business to feel like? oh my gosh, it changed everything for me. Because not just what do I want my business to look like, which is typically financially tangible goals, X amount of clients, you know, working X hours a week. Um, they're very like logistical, tactical kind of payoffs. But um, what I have found with the, what do you want it to feel like question is that it really changes the game in terms of your intentionality. So what that did for me was I started to think about, okay, working backwards, what do I need to do to be at peace? What do I need to do to, to love going to work every day? What do I need to do to feel motivated? Okay, that affects my fitness, that affects my nutrition, that affects my water intake, that affects um, making sure that I fill up my gas tank when it's half full, not waiting till it's empty and then I have to drive an hour and then I'm 10 minutes late because I wasn't proactive. You know, it really flips the mindset of just ex like surviving to how do I thrive in this situation? So I'd highly encourage you to ask yourself, what what do I want this to feel like? What do I want the final week to feel like? Do I want to be relaxed? Do I want to be prepped and have all my stuff packed a day early? Um, do I want to be well rested? Do I want to have bags under my eyes? Probably not. You know, um, how do I want to feel? And that will really help you to reverse engineer what your week needs to look like. And I like that approach because then it's not me telling you like, this is exactly what you have to do. Um, you can really rewire what that needs to look like for your particular personality type pageant, you know, all that kind of stuff. So number one, visualize and envision. What do I want this to, um, feel like? Okay. Um, number two is from there, you need to kind of set your routine. So we start to put more of the tangible things in order. I'd highly encourage you to start going to bed earlier, going to bed at the time that you're probably going to get back to your hotel or your host family, and then waking up um, a bit earlier to just get used to long days. Um, but with that, you have to program and make sure that you are militant about going to bed early. 
And I know this is difficult because I'm naturally very much a night owl. I have to tell myself to get in bed at 930 every night to wake up at six like I want to every day. Um, My ideal lifestyle is going to bed at 10 and waking up at six. What my body wants to do is go to bed at midnight, wake up at eight. But I found that that was not the best thing for my mental health and my productivity because I'm the most productive between six and 9 a.m. That's my magic time. And um, join the inner circle to learn more about that or join one of our programs. We'll teach you and totally ingrain that into your head of finding what your magic time is. But really figure out what your routine needs to look like. So put all the major elements that are necessities in. So if that's spending time with family, if that's going to the gym, if that's, you know, your spiritual devotional time, what the heck is that? And then put the other pageant pieces in there, you know, talent rehearsal, whatever the heck it is for you, meetings with your coaches, and then also plan, um, the next thing, which is your dead space, which is your rest. So as you're planning your routine, which is number two, number three, you need to plan your rest. So like, that's what I said, like, okay, if I really want eight hours of sleep, let's reverse engineer that. What does that look like? When do I need to be in bed? When do I need to wake up? How many alarms do I need to set? And then add accountability structures to that. So we talked a lot about this at Mastermind, but um, especially if there is a goal or something that you just internally are wired to hate and not want to do, create accountability structures. I don't care if you have to have a friend call you in the morning, (laughs) but um, definitely make it a priority because you'll you'll kick yourself otherwise and, and really stress yourself out for not doing those things. So make sure that you're planning time to do nothing as well as planning time for rest. Then we're going to move to number, what are we on? Four? I think that's number four. Okay. Number four. Um, let's see, what order do I want to go in actually? Yeah, let's do this next. Number four um, is pack ahead. So I'm not the best at this. We talked about this at Mastermind. Some girls pack like a week in advance and I'm like, that stresses me out because I always want to make changes. Um, Some girls are last minute people, kind of like me. And so I'm like, okay, find your happy medium. But again, think back to what I want it to feel like, what I want it to look like and envision that and you'll start to take action in that direction. Literally, it's like the greatest superpower in the world. Okay, what do I want my day to feel like? I want to get off work at 5 p.m. Awesome. Then I need to hustle my buns. It's 10.08 a.m. right now, um, about a week or two before I will release this podcast. And great. If I want to get done by 5, I need to make a list of everything I need to get done. And I need to turn my phone off and I need to get after it. And tonight's date night for me. So it's like I need to make arrangements for, you know, what I'm going to do at 6, 6.30 p.m. That's my time frame and I want to get a workout in. So everything else needs to get done in between that. And it really is freeing because I realize that when I put those constraints on my life, it spurs me into action rather than being like, why do I have to do this? I don't want to do this. It puts a purpose to it. So plan and pack ahead. Um, Next, um, these are a little bit different. Let me check this one off. I have a little list in front of me. If y'all would see my notes for podcasts, you probably think they're like super extensive. It's actually really funny. I was reflecting on the 100th episode and I was thinking back, I was talking with some of my, my clients at Master and I was like, yo, y'all, some, sometimes when y'all are back listening to like numbers one through 10, I'm like, just don't listen to those. Don't listen to them. I was a different person like three years ago, as hopefully all of you guys are as well. Um, it's pretty funny. Not that they aren't wonderful podcasts, but, um, I'm just like, wow, so much has changed. But in the beginning I used to write out like verbatim word for word. I typed out every single word I was going to say. And I basically read it off a Google document because I was so nervous. I was so nervous. I was like, Oh my gosh, what if I mess up? Like, you know, and, and I've gotten way more comfortable with producing and all this kind of stuff now where my point is you guys, my point, extreme squirrel tangent. My point is that 
if you saw my notes for today, I should post them on Instagram. Literally, it's like six words on a piece of paper and then I just wrap around it. So anyways, guys, this is what I'm telling y'all. This is why you practice on Instagram stories. This is why you practice on Instagram lives. Do Instagram lives with each other. Our inner circle is constantly communicating, doing things with each other. Um, oh, I just love them so much. If you're in the inner circle, shout out or enemy mastery Academy. Love you so much. You guys just bless me continually. Um, but that's why they're, that's why they're so good. Honestly, like we put ourselves in these scenarios to grow and get better. And if, and let my life be a living testimony for you guys where it's like, dude, three years ago, I wanted to pee my pants doing a podcast. And now I'm like, yes, give me five words and I can give a 20 minute sermon with very little preparation because I'm always reading. I'm always growing. I'm always learning. And you have to trust that's what's in you will come out of you. Ooh, that's a word. Thank you, Jesus. But seriously, like what is in you is what's going to come out of you. Don't expect to produce orange juice if you're a lemon, you know, and apply that to pageants. Like if you haven't been doing the work, then yeah, you're going to be stressed out of your mind because you're trying to fit all this crap in growth and which is a long internal process into like a week. That's where you get crash diets. It's where you get these stupid things that just like wear you out and take you out. So do the hard work, work with us, work with a coach, find a person, find your tribe, which is my next point I'll talk about and be militant about setting constraints around your growth and your goals. And you'll be so much less stressed when you know that you are doing the right things to get from A to B and you don't have to go to these drastic measures to get these drastic results. Like it's so much better and it's a better life skill just to learn how to be consistent. So anyways, growth is one of the most amazing things, but honestly, like the best growth is often slow growth. So just give yourself some grace for that. Okay, moving on to the next one. Um, this actually fits perfectly. So hardwiring, oh, sorry, wrong one. I'll go to that next. Planning your people. So Melody Pierce, one of our coaches on our team, is amazing at this. And I was just invited to her Facebook group for Miss Arizona yesterday. So she's competing for Miss Arizona. She's incredible. She's a certified mental health and um, body coach for people recovering from eating disorders. And one of the things that she does is she has one Facebook group and she's committed to like one post a day, one update a day for her tribe about Miss Arizona because she acknowledges that everybody wants to text her. Everybody wants to ask, how's it going? How, how are you doing? What's the hot gossip? You know, all that stuff. And she decided that that was not good for her mental game, for her mental programming. And if you want to create a um, mental program, mental management program, go to Mel. She's absolutely incredible and she will help you with all that. She's amazing. Um, but probably after Miss Arizona, cause she's a little busy right now, <laughs> but she really opened my eyes to that and created a framework, which we love frameworks around here. Cause frameworks work every time, uh, regardless of who you are, where you come from, what your personality is. But she, she's really, really adamant about setting boundaries in that way. And, um, in the same way, I always say to plan your social media posts ahead of time, plan your social media captions ahead of time, all that kind of stuff, because you think about what's going to stress you out or what's going to trigger you or what's going to make you fearful or afraid or out of that state that you want to be in. These are some of those things. And so if you can um, maneuver your prep in a way where you're prepared and don't really have to be on your phone and you can just be present and live in the moment, like, duh, you want to soak it all in. It's only a couple days. Um, and that brings me to the next point. Unplug, unplug as much as you can. How do I do that? plan your social media posts ahead of time. This is something that actually Sarah Rose Summers taught me before Miss USA. And I'm so grateful for that. She told me to take pictures with my sponsored outfits or just all of my outfits ahead of time. And I was like, why have I never thought of that? Like literally take pictures of you in your interview outfit, take pictures of you in 
your evening gown, take pictures of you in your arrival outfit, in your whatever else, you know, opening number outfit, whatever you want to post a picture on, just take a picture ahead of time. You're going to have better lighting. You're going to do your hair and makeup, you know, all those things, and then just post about it like it's the present. So if you have all your captions ready, all you have to do is go to either a, a planning social media software and just click go, or just go into your drafts and click go. And you never have to look at your phone. Um, I think phones are in the top two, at least things that distract you phones and probably, or I would say social media and text messaging. Um, so just block, block out the haters for the week. Don't look at the pageant, um, prediction sites. Don't look at all that crap. It's just going to mess with your mind. It really is you guys. So I promise like some of the best advice I've ever been given was that. And, um, finally we'll end with this. Wow. I got through this so quickly. (laughs) Go me again, growth two years ago. This would have been a 45 minute podcast. LOL. So now you can just listen to it three times because it's like 15 minutes. Um, Okay, last thing is hardwire in what you need and want. So one of the questions we got at Mastermind was, okay, well, how many like mock interviews should I be doing? How much should I be going over Interview Mastery Academy again? Honestly, at that point, you guys, you have to remember that it takes 21 days to build a habit that's going to last. So I mean, not to say that I didn't like listen to a bunch of podcasts and read some books and maybe incorporated some of those findings or little phrases that I liked organically into my interview, like at Miss Nebraska USA, Miss USA, whatever, because like it's just it's top of mind, of course. But um, trying to just like pack all this stuff in last minute, hoping and living on a prayer that um, what am I trying to say? You're going to make like major changes. You you at that point need to trust that who you are is enough and who you are is who you are. And while like I'm doing a mock interview tomorrow with somebody competing in USA in two days. And that's amazing. Like there are things that we can do to catch small things. Um, and especially, you know, with myself and my coaches, like we're, we're good, you know, we're, we're really good coaches. So we know how to find those small things. But like, if you're trying to do storyline development or you're still don't know what you're wearing or things like that, like, you know, I I do the best that you can and work super hard, but you're also going to have to acknowledge that you're going to be exhausted. And with that approach, probably not going to compete as great as you could have. Um, And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but it's also my job as a coach to be totally real with you because otherwise like you leave a pageant being like, what could I have done better? And actually like you could have done a million things better. And that's a good thing because that means that there's still a lot more points to be had and a points to be earned um, for your situation. So I would hardwire in um, thinking about, so if you're in that situation, right, you're doing the best you can. Yeah. Maybe schedule a, a mock with a trusted coach, somebody that you already have relationship with, somebody that you know is safe, somebody that, you know, I'll give a great example. Right before Miss USA, I did a mock interview with a new person the day before, and it completely threw me off for the rest of the day. Like I know I'm good at interview. It's what I do for a living. You know, like I am pretty stellar at it and not trying to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Like I've earned it. You know, I've put in over 10,000 hours of learning about interview. And this woman rightly intentioned, um, who is even a, a former national title holder, gave me some advice that just like made me sick to my stomach and like didn't agree with me and just wasn't the way that I rolled. And I was like really shaken up about it. So what I did was I called my actual coach that I was working with and I just said, girl, like this is the, this is the feedback I got. It's, it's literally making me sick. I feel like I need to just change everything. And I I feel just like a failure, you know, and it's the day before. And, you know, I'm focusing on like 
what's my hair and makeup going to be? Can I go to Kirby's and get my hair done? And do I want to wear it? (laughs) Just all these things. Anyways, um, making sure my interview outfit is perfect and all these other things I need to be focusing on, like, cause we had zoom interviews, you know, um, getting a spray tan, blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't need to be thinking about, do I need to change the entire strategy for my interview? And so that really threw me off. So I highly encourage you, like, don't throw a bunch of other opinions in last minute. Don't make a ton of massive changes is what I'm trying to say last minute because it's just going to confuse you and change your state. And we want a winning state because you are a winner and that's what it's all about. So anyways, those are my seven things for you guys today. Um, I think that this is super helpful. This this even was helpful for me to verbally process this kind of in order. Definitely something to um, listen to over and over when you have pageants coming up. Um, again, if y'all can give us a five-star review, we'd really appreciate it to keep this podcast free. Share it with a friend that you know is competing. Send them some love. DM us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you that you are a listener. I promise we're not scary. We're going to be super nice and be like, oh my gosh, hey. And if you do have a pageant coming up um, or in the near future and need a coach, we'd love to work with you. The link is in the description of the show notes. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. Um, The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was missing around, and Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. So at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.